What is up, everyone, and welcome back to the Slab Stocks live stream here Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Slab Stocks YouTube channel. My name is Aaron, joined by Nate as always, and today we have got a very, very big discussion to be had. Normally, we're here covering changes in the market, different things in sports, but today we're doing a show that we probably haven't done in a while or ever, Nate. We're covering new releases. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember ever doing this, I, so it's kind of fun. Honestly, after 104 episodes, I don't know how we haven't done an episode like this yet. Yeah, bumps. We're bumps. <laughs> um, normally, we're like, all right, what do we do this week? What do we do this week? Because you know, we're we're trying to always find new things to cover, and and uh, I was very happy when I was just like, oh, nice. And also, I got a shout out because I think the only reason why it's popped in my head is a little bit like some co- subconsciousness at first, and then I realized it later was uh, Midwest Cards. Shout out to their uh, Instagram page because they have been posting a lot of different content recently on new releases and stuff. And uh, this morning, I want to say his name is Chuck. Uh, hopefully I got that right. Posted a video talking about just really quickly, you know, like the new release schedule this week. We're covering releases through the end of October or these re- releases could be through the end of October. And uh, I have got some very big thoughts to share on the one on the screen right there, National Treasures Road to the World Cup Soccer. I think anyone that's listening to this, regardless of if you like soccer, if you don't like soccer, if you're going to watch the World Cup, or if you're not going to want to watch the World Cup, uh, you might want to listen and join the discussion because I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of them are not very positive. Although I I do love hobby positivity. It is my favorite thing. But sometimes when you see something that does not seem right, it is time to say something. That's what I'm thinking tonight. Um Craving cards, Tim. What is up? How are we doing? And Will, yes, Monday Night Football is tonight, but there's no chance I'm watching that over the baseball game here pretty soon. It's true. Game, uh, game five of the Indians, or excuse me, Guardians and uh, Yankees. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, about that. yeah, you're excused. <laughs> and uh, Will says, uh, Nate, what is your take on the new MLB playoff format? Live talk about the long break for the high seeds. Personally, don't like that. Well, let it be known that I am wildly wildly biased in my answer here but i don't like teams that can spend oodles and oodles and oodles of money so i have no love for the dodgers or the mets um also don't have a ton of love for the braves because they're smart and they lock up all the young players to team-friendly contracts so i just don't like them because i wish the brewers would have done that um but Does it stink that the Dodgers won 111 games and then have to play five games, lose a game at home, and then all of a sudden you have to you, they only have to win three and they get two games guaranteed at home uh, against you? Yeah, that kind of stinks. That kind of stinks. Ideally, it should probably be seven game series. Um, I'm not as upset about the layoff. I think it probably helps some arms rest up a little bit. Um, but uh a biased fan perspective, anything that gets chaos and anything that gets teams that spend a ton of money and look like the World Series champions on paper, but then end up not being World Series champions is good with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, as a uh, pretty, I'd say I love watching. I, I watch a lot of the Brewers on their TV, um, especially during the summer when not much else is going on. But then also like, you know, the, the playoff race heats up, always watching them. Uh, but as a casual baseball fan outside of that, this has been an excellent postseason. See all these teams get eliminated. Like I've loved watching baseball this this postseason. Oh, yeah. I have all most of the games I've been watching. Dude, it's 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 actually like just having your regular run of the mill Dodgers in, Astros in, Yankees in, and Mets in. Like, sure, it'd probably be good for <clears throat> ratings because there's a ton of people that live in those places and they'd all be watching. But 
that's not what most of the nation wants. Like New York people, no offense to anybody who's from New York here, but I saw a post by um, John Heyman uh, today where he's like, he said something about New York needing to be in it or something about Los Angeles needing to be in it. It was a tweet I saw. And um, it's that bias, the East Coast, West Coast bias, where it's like they can't think of anything else just that it's an absolute travesty if the Yankees don't make it, or it's an absolute travesty that the Dodgers don't make it, and it's bogus. And that's why I could not stand watching first take when the Bucks were in both of our playoff runs because they were going crazy for the Celtics, crazy for the Nets, needing the Lakers to be whoever they are playing or whatever, you know? And it's just like, guys, there's there's more uh, more than life outside of the, the East and West Coast. There's a lot of America that lives in the middle. Yeah, and especially because Philadelphia is a huge city. They spent a good amount of money on their team, mm-hmm. but I'd rather have the it's not the Dodgers. It. It's not the Mets. So, right. Yeah. All right. Time, time to move on. We're five minutes in. We've got a lot of info to get to tonight. Yeah. So. yeah it's true. <laughs> Thanks, Will, for getting that tangent going with our guy, Nate, here. That's a classic Nate, but we'll take it because that's some good info. So, uh, we're looking really quick at the PWCC weekly auction from last night. There was two different posts we wanted to highlight that just went up on Instagram and took some uh, polls, some votes so far from some community members. And hitting the podium was the uh, ever so famous Kanji Auto of Otani there. Uh, oh, sign. It, it, yeah, it's, it, honestly, it's probably one of the single best autographs that there is in the market today. Um, when he signs in the, uh, I think, Japanese writing, or right? He is he is Japanese. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want to misspeak because I'm so so locked down in soccer. Most of the really good soccer players are Korean, so I, don't, I was like something made me second guess there. You know, like Hoyman's son and stuff. Um, but yeah, Japanese auto. It looks so sick, and it sold for eleven thousand four hundred from Goodwin Champs. But that doesn't matter when it comes to Kanji Otani Auto. It's going to sell for a lot. And then uh, Kobe and Herbert both tied there at ten thousand five hundred. Uh, Kobe on card, Herbert not on card. Prism Disco kind of eh to me. Um, of those three, Nate, best bang for the buck, all around ten to eleven thousand dollars. Which one are you taking? See, I I chose these three. There was cards above it, specifically a ton of Pokemon cards, which right. out of my league, so I didn't <laughs> I didn't choose those. So I thought I'd choose yeah. three cool autos, and that's the tough <clears throat> that's a tough to- choice. Coolness, Otani, um, like probably best long term is going to be the in flight auto for Kobe, and the card I think I could probably make the most on is Herbert. So it's tough to say, but I think baseball guy through and through, I got to go with Otani. Yeah, the Otani auto is sick. Um, if it wasn't, if it was the finest one, I'd pick that in a heartbeat, but also probably sell for more. Um, I'm going to go with the Kobe. That in-flight select set from 2019 is one of the best actually insert auto sets that Panini has ever made, in my opinion. And uh, the tie dyes really pop with the with the the like the the sun setting behind uh, Kobe and everything. It's just an amazing card and an amazing on card auto. Uh, and then also this one, which is very definitive: Should Brady have stayed retired? Uh, there's a lot of talk with uh, him freaking on the sidelines. He's got a lot going on in his personal life that Nate pointed out last night. And the Buccaneers have not been playing well at all. At first, you know, we were like, oh, nice. We beat the Buccaneers as the Packers. Now it's kind of like, oh, we beat the Buccaneers and we lost to the Jets. And we lost to the Giants. You know, there's not much uh, there's not much real confidence in that Buccaneers win at all. And uh, clearly the market's made it known. I went and looked at his car ladder player index over the last month. It's down 17%. Or since the start of the season, it's down 17%. All of the Brady index, which does include a lot of different cards. There's a lot of cards tracked in Carletta and Brady. And then the last six months, it's down like 38%. And then this card down 45%. The upper deck graded of 1325 or 1350 PSA 10. Um, Nate, 
Are you agreeing to that? Yes, stay retired. Don't have this season where they're going to be really bad. Yeah, he should have stayed retired. Obviously, we don't. You know, we we know bits and pieces of his of his <coughs> personal life, but it, it yeah. seems like to me, if I was going through what he was going through, I would have foregone the job and figured that out. Not to mention that he already had his whole business is booming type of deal with his Tom Brady brand. And, you know, they're signing a bunch of athletes to that and different things. So he had plenty to do. You know, it wasn't that he was going to be out of stuff to do. Um, I don't know if it got to him not not going out on a win. Um, not exactly sure. All right. We have got a lot to go over, but I just want to point out what uh, Will said. Unless you're a sociopath emotionally, you're going to be all over the place during and after a divorce for at least six months. Expect, expect Brady to freak out on the sidelines the whole season. Uh, it'll definitely be an interesting season to watch, and uh, I hope that for his sake he can find some uh, some peace, I guess. I don't know how that is, but I hope. Even though I'm not a big Brady fan, but I don't like to see anyone you know just snap like that. You know, It doesn't matter who it is. No. All right. On to the main segment of tonight's show. Product releases for the rest of October. So we selected five products. Nate picked four. I picked one for the sole reason that mine is pretty long and in-depth. Um, Nate's covering these things a little bit higher level situation, but also still important information. Um, I at first had it that mine was going to be last, but I figured to save Nate from talking for you know probably 30 straight minutes uh, outside of you all letting yourselves be heard in the comments too that will pull up. Um, I put mine in the smack dab middle now, Nate. So I'm going to go after your first two. I'll go, and then I'll go, and then you'll do the last two. So okay. let's kick it off. What's the first product that you're highlighting tonight? All right, so Tops Update is coming out on the 28th of October. This is actually the last product coming out of all the five products we're highlighting. Um, boxes are $115, still a bit too expensive probably for my taste. Um but that's neither here nor there. And then jumbo hobby boxes are two hundred and thirty dollars pre-order, and that's on blowout. Um, could be different elsewhere, I suppose. But uh, that's what we got. And then I do a couple things I do like here. So these are not guaranteed what they're going to look like, but um, I'm pretty sure they're provided by Tops to these these places that write up about them. Um, Cardboard Connections specifically and Beckett. Uh, and I really like the patch that they're putting into this Mookie Betts all-star game card. Um, you know how they, in in past, it's usually been pretty lame patches. I pulled that Otani, you know, the Otani out of top series two a couple years ago out of 10 auto, and it's just a solid red patch. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of lame. So they're getting more and more into the uh, <clears throat> rookie patch auto patches, so to speak. Well, I don't know if you went as far as to look at the design of this card. But this thing is sick because you basically have, you know, like uh, big spotlights coming up from the bomb, kind of like, a, you know, like a, a movie place or something like that, wherever. I don't know. And then you've got his name, which is kind of like a, a movie board type of deal, like at like a theater or something like that. And then you've got the patch window, which also emulates the the spotlight coming up. Yeah. So it's a great design, in my opinion. It, it, very cool. So I'm, I'm excited to see some of those. And then also they've got the... Um... Over here is the commemorative patch they have every single year, you know, where it's like, ah, that's one of my hits. But they have <clears throat> um, some cards, number 10 or less, are going to be autographed, which I think that's a pretty cool little addition. Uh, Aaron Judge, auto out of 10 or less. I'll take that. <laughs> For sure. And it looks like Jackie Robinson, 75 years uh, commemorative patch, which is different, too. Um, I know they've had like the 42 ones, I think, with like the circle, but that actually has a picture of him on, which is pretty, or, you know, animation of him on, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then here is some of the parallel breakdowns. Not all of them didn't feel like 
cramming all of that into here. But you got the gold foils, obviously, rainbow foils and golds. And then you have the new, as of what, two years ago, greens and oranges and reds. And then vintage stock out of 99, Independence Day 76, black out of 71, Mother's Day out of 50, Father's Day out of 50, camo out of 25, platinum one, and printing plate one. And it should be mentioned uh, clear out of 10 for their 100-person checklist. They don't do everyone for clears um, in the checklist. Um, it's always 100. And hobby only, too, right? And you hobby know. only. Correct. Um, and when you said you don't want to include all the parallels, you mean for like all the insert sets? Because All the okay. insert all the inserts, all the autos and stuff. So I just, I just tops update series, baseball hobby box break. You get one autograph or one relic card, one silver pack. And then of course one auto, two relics and two silver packs for the jumbo. Um, and I do think it's like 460 cards in a jumbo box, 46 cards pack, 10 packs a box, which is pretty insane. You yeah. should be able to come pretty close to getting a full set. If you're a set builder, so to speak. So yeah, cool. interesting thing here is um, you look at the parallel list here, and, you're, and it's all, it's honestly like, oh, it's not that many compared to today's day and age. But then you also think about what it does to the odds of pulling them because you know what? They're still going to make a lot of products. And we've seen as uh, you know more flagship sets have released over the last three years, the odds of pulling number cards is very difficult. I mean, we're talking like yeah. one gold in like a hobby box you know, type of it, deal. It used, to be, it used to be in like a jumbo, I could guarantee a black each jumbo box I'd open. That's no longer the case. Yeah, it's gonna be very difficult to pull blacks and all that stuff. But um, I will say, you know, at least from the single standpoint, if you're more of a singles buyer, uh, you know, we bought the Wander Franco like or Father's Day Blue the other week for three hundred and eighty dollars or something like that. Rookie from Series One, and that's you know two times the price of a Series One jumbo box. About yeah. Um, I mean, all day, every day, literally all day, every day. Take this, take that Wander Franco single. Um, or the black if you want to buy the black over by ripping three jumbo boxes. If your goal, if your goal is to pull like a really good rookie number, um, if your goal is to build a set, have some fun, get a lot of cards thrown with your kid, jumbo boxes probably a great way to go. You get an autograph, all that stuff. Plus, what we've learned is if your goal is to pull a platinum, you just go to Walgreens anyways. <laughs> right, the Wander Franco Platinum One of One. All right, uh, so I, I see you got some sales out here. I'm sure checklist discussion too. Yeah, so checklist isn't out yet, um, but. We can safely assume that Bobby Witt Jr. is going to be in it. Julio Rodriguez is going to be in it. If they had the <coughs> SPs, um, they're going to have their regular base plus uh, parallels in this, just like Ronald Acuna, just like Flagaro Jr. Um, so we can safely assume that they're going to be in that. Uh, I'm curious to see what happens with both these specific cards. $79 for the SP of Bobby Witt and $255 for the SP of Julio Rodriguez. Where those will go once you know, other cards come out, especially because I'm sure they're going to have update short prints, update super short prints, right? Um, along with rookie debut, all-star game cards, uh, home run derby cards, the whole, the whole shebang, right? right. It's going to be, it's going to be absurd. The amount of parallels, especially Julio will probably have. Um, but, I, uh, you know, we don't have the full checklist. We know Adley Rushman's not going to be in it because he's getting saved for top series one. But um, who else might be in it is of interest, and I just don't know yet. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think a lot of the debate when people even buy cards like Ronald Acuna, it's like, do you buy his bat down PSA 10 or you buy the update gold rookie PSA 10? And physically now, you know, the markets are very leveled off because these cards have been released for four years now. A lot of the supply has been graded, but it's it's going to be a very dynamic pricing thing that's going to happen here. It's going to be fun. Um, I think I have some good times with some Digging Corners poster podcast on that for sure. Looking yeah. at the differences in prices. And might work my way into a hobby box. Makes <laughs> and gigs. <laughs> might have to always, hey, I might have to preview it. You never know. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All, All right. right. Love it. Next, next one. All right. So then we have Select Basketball, one of the big three, I'd say, medium end. You know, it's not higher end. It's not NT. It's nothing like that. But it's definitely. I call this staple product, <laughs> like the Select Prism Optic Realm. Yeah. So the the one of the big three here in select basketball opening on ten twenty six, um, you got the Cade Cunningham select uh, rookie patch auto there, which <clears throat> I know they don't get as much love the select RPAs, but uh, I do kind of like them. Um, and then you have a hobby box at eight hundred dollars for pre order. Yo, I gotta ask you a question. Yes, sir. You just said you kind of like the select RPAs, but you've always you've always been. Uh, very down on immaculate RPAs for the standpoint that the patch window is smaller. You know how much immaculate costs? Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, does do you think does it have to do more with the cost of it then? Yes. Okay, because I'm like, this literally looks like an immaculate RPA, but chromed out, and then also with the sticker auto. <laughs> immaculate. Not only the box costs so much money, but the cards cost so much money. Now I'd rather the immaculate and spend more money, but that's just me. I get it. I get it. I just don't want that sticker out on my RPA. I mean, that's as fair. easy as that. And then, and then you start to compare it to flawless and NT, and then you're like, "Ooh, looks pretty good." <laughs> um, but I want to get back to Nate bringing up eight hundred dollars per box on twenty twenty one select hobby. You know, Nate sharing pre order pricing here from blowoutcards.com, which is one of, if not the single biggest retailer of of hobby boxes and just whatever packs and boxes you can think of. Um, generally they set their, uh, pricing quite early. Um, and then from there, a lot of it moves a lot of other people price off of it, or they price lower than it or whatever it might be. Um, I want to say that we're, we're sharing pricing on it just because this is what we see right now, but I would highly recommend like not jumping on and being like, I got a pre-order box of this right now. Like the more you see Panini release their uh, volume that they have that they're going to release on their website, which is probably going to be more than 800 because we know that Panini always releases their products for way too much. Um, but as those boxes start to get released and more hit the market and more hit eBay, all that different stuff, you'll see these prices kind of adjust and, and mostly trend down. And that's how it's been over the last year and a half, two years now for Wax. Um, it's very rare that you see a, a product release and it goes up in value. Um, the sealed wax, the only time I'd say that, like, or the most recent time, maybe I'd say it would be like 2020 prison football. Um, that stuff was releasing, you know, a thousand dollars, which at the time was like, Oh man, that's kind of a lot. And then you see how these quarterbacks pan out, you know, top quarterbacks in the NFL between Herbert and Burrow are these talents. Um, and that, those boxes were probably hit up to 3000 at one point, you know, but that doesn't really happen much anymore since 2020 basketball started to release. Uh, Bazooka Tom says missing the slab sucks neon signs behind you guys. Well, guess what, Tom, those will be back very soon. Um, Nate will be back in Washington next week. And uh, the only reason why I'm not in front of my or in front of my neon signs because I was running around delivering stuff to the post office is UPS. And that is just closer to my house uh, than the studio. What so, do you have behind you anyways? Uh, so above my left shoulder there, that is Lambeau Field. Um, oh, nice. Kind of thinking about taking it off the wall right now. Um, <laughs> no, no, there, no, 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 no. We can't. 
We can't turn into Viking fans. No, no, We're having I... our first tough season in a very long time. We got to stick through, support them, watch every game, be miserable, but support them, or else we turn into every other fan base that only shows up. You know, Seahawks fans. I didn't hear a single Seahawks fan until until 2012 when they became good, and all of a sudden there were Seahawks fans everywhere. I'm like, where'd you all come from? And now they're slowly disappearing again. Can't be right. Us. No, no, no. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's going to stay up in the wall. I'm still a Packer fan. I just couldn't watch the game yesterday because I was in the car, but uh, I listened to the radio. Up there is Camp Randall, uh, also one that I'm considering Oof. taking down. Just kidding, also. Uh, and then over my right shoulder, that we've got a, a Bucks like logo uh, evolution type of thing. Got that for my birthday, I think, oh, a nice. half ago. It's pretty cool. Uh, but also, hey, everyone, as we talk about these products, uh, please feel free to throw in your, your thoughts on the products, the designs, the box prices, the checklist we're talking about, whatever it is. We had a comment from Bazooka Tom about Top Scrum, uh, or not Top Scrum, excuse me, 2022 Tops update coming out. And no. Bazooka Tom says, wait for Chrome update. Nate, what do you see between the two? I mean, he's not wrong. I'd much rather have a Chrome update card than a, than a base or flagship card. That being said, you can't get Chrome update in hobby box form. So mm-hmm. it's harder, it, harder to get your hands on. Just really one form is what it releases in is like a mega box format type of deal. Mm-hmm. And it used to be target exclusive, but that definitely went away within the last couple of years as the market, yeah. you know, expanded. It's just only so much you can release at a target. <laughs> True. All right, let's keep going. 2020 with select basketball. 1026 <laughs> is the release date. Sorry for the sidetrack. Yeah, so there's a couple cards here. Um, obviously, this is the base concourse. I'm I'm pretty sure concourse. I don't actually know on that, but you know, simple, casual design from Select that looks the same every year. The thing I hate is we just covered that Kobe in-flight auto and how amazing it looked. How lame is this Anthony Edwards in-flight auto? Well, this is what I have to say on the in-flight auto here of Anthony Edwards. One, this particular image is extremely lame. Some things I like to see that actually released with this, I, I'm hard-pressed to believe that this is exactly what it's going to look like because this is literally just like a silver background and then a sticker auto. First off, I hope they're not sticker autos on the in-flights. I don't, I don't exactly recall what last year's was. And then two, they really need some color behind that. That's what makes those in-flights so awesome on the, the Kobe one um, is the amount of color that goes into it. There's no color on this, so hopefully there's some now behind there's, Obviously, it could just be the color behind him is gray because it's base, but like... Yeah, just the design in general, the in-flight and big letters. It's just boxy. It's boxy. Yeah, this doesn't necessarily scream to me in flight. I'm gonna click back really quick to slide two, or uh, yeah, two. If you can see down there, like that's got like fighter jets like going up the top of the car. Like you can clearly tell that's like in flight. You know, kind of very descriptive what the card is. Um, I'd have to agree, Nate. Not very descriptive. Yeah, so that's my big. That's my big. Ugh. Um, so hopefully, they look better once they actually hit the product. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, and, and that's not a guarantee that that's going to be what it looks like. They say it right on Cardboard Connection. No guarantee, but that's what they have right now. Um, <clears throat> hobby parallels. I actually kind of like this. I feel like in my head, I remembered Select having a million parallels. And then you go to here and you're like, wait a second. That's not that many. It's really not. And honestly, props to Panini on this. Um, I have to say before, especially before we hit the NT soccer section, props to Panini on on the parallel list for, for basketball. Because if you look back over the last three years since 2018 Select Hobby released, I don't know if a single one of those parallels has changed in the Hobby Prisms. I don't think that it actually has. Now, the biggest thing, Nate, is that the retail mania that happened with Select is I think why more 
you know, more so we view re- uh, select basketball as being watered down over the last three years. It's not that they changed the hobby boxes, which is why like 2019, 2020, and 2021 uh, select hobby boxes are so expensive because they really didn't do anything to that to that configuration, which good, is good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, you know, no out of 50, kind of cool. Um, very few in the hundreds, one in the 300s, none of the 200s. I like it. I like it. And, and, and also, obviously you have the disco side over there, which outside of the regular disco, um, everything is under 50, which is also cool. So they, they also eliminated one. I just realized they had orange out of 60. I think it was in uh or no orange out of 49. Maybe they had orange out of 60 in 2014. For, Cause I just put a Embiid card in one of the emails. Um, I was going to say like Trey Young had orange. I know for fact as well. Um, and then Bazooka Tom brought up a good point. So here's the deal about select then. So he says, but don't you have to take die cuts into account with select? And yes, you do have to take die cuts into select, but or into account. But not only that, you have to remember it's it's a three different tier level set. So there's going to be three different cards per player. Uh, maybe some have only one tier versus the other, but most of all three tiers. And they all have each tier has those par- that parallel list. Yeah, true. Um, except for you know, like, I don't necessarily know if 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 courtside holds true with that stuff. I mean, maybe it does now. At the yeah, does courtside more. have a light blue? I don't think I've ever seen a courtside so, light blue. So, like field level for football start to have light blue, but I don't. I couldn't really. I haven't paid attention to much 2020 um, select, but for like back in 2018, 2019, there was not like a light blue Zion, you know, courtside of 299. So that set should have even smaller amount of parallels, I believe. Yeah, and then you can expect three autos or memorabilia cards and 12 prism parallels. So I'm. 800 bucks i don't know because if you get one auto and two mem cards that's brutal and the 12 prism parallels you know you might get eight vets your rookies are out of 299 or something yeah and not 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 to mention like back when i opened one in 2016 when prices were super cheap i think i spent like 120 bucks on a select hobby box from 2016 and uh i was like you know at the time that seems like a ton of money obviously now um doesn't seem like as much, but I did pull two relics, both which were pretty much worthless, even though one was Dirk. And then I pull a Miles Plumley auto. Like that physically can happen to someone with the set. You can pull two relics, which don't matter, and then a bench player auto. And then you're left like, man, I better get a good courtside color. Otherwise, I'm just kind of getting smacked. Bazooka Tom says, and there's club level, which was new last year. So I didn't think that there's club level in basketball. Um, I know there's club level in football, so I'm not sure about basketball if it's being introduced this year or not. Um, like it was last year in 2020 for football. And then quick question here. So light blue concourse, non-graded 299, um, sold 112 bucks, October 9th, PSA nine for 500 October 1st. Now you can take out say 50 bucks for the PSA nine grade. Uh, so it's 450. So essentially the Lamello is a fourth of the price of the prism red. Um, if you go to the next slide, Prism Red Cade is 700 If it settles in at a fourth of the price there, you know, we're talking 150 bucks, 100 or 175 bucks uh, for an $800 box. Um, and obviously, you're hoping for better than light blue, right? But realistically, if you're likely to hit a Cade color, it's going to be the light blue out of 299 Um, Is, is, you know, $175 for what might be your best card worth spending 800 bucks on a box. Yeah. And obviously like 
the reason why the boxes get so expensive is because, oh, Nate, are you going to pull that gold courtside out of 10 right. of Cade, which then is going to go for 10 grand? Or are you going to pull the black one on one, which is going to sell for 40 grand? Or, you know, I'm just making up prices, but like that's why the boxes get so expensive. And you know, anyone who is more in the, uh, I would say collect slash invest area when it comes to singles will understand this and will then go and be happy with getting a Cade color for a numbered color, mind you, for like an eighth of the box price, you know, or like a sixth of the box price or something like that. So there's two sides of the coin. You got the gamblers and you got the, uh, you know, maybe I don't, I know, I don't want to say gamblers don't use their brain because they can't use a brain. I'm just saying like, you know, more of the singles, like uh meth- methodical, whatever, uh, methodical, methodical approach to, to, to buying cards. Um, so, so I, I agree. I think that's a good look for anyone who does want to get singles. That might be a nice time. Uh, if the supply doesn't hit pretty hard after like week three of the release, uh, might be a nice idea to scoop the colors. Now, remember, Just, retail might not release at the exact same time as hobby. And if it does come out after, I wouldn't expect the retail flood to like lower the hobby number prices. So if you're like, oh, I'm going to wait for retail, like it's not, you're not going to see those nice cards you might want to buy and grade and everything even if retail does release like a month later yeah. real real quick you know just from a, like a like tops update 115 dollars a box still a bad price but if you hit a julio or a bobby witt somebody like that gold say we're talking you know Cade, best player in the product so let's say julio gold you're gonna come pretty close if not over the box price for that card you know for, you're saying if you were to buy the single or for you to sell it after you pull it for for to sell it after you pull it like like we're talking best player here highest numbered or lowest yeah highest numbered parallel yeah so you, i mean i expect like a, a few hundred dollars for the julio golds yeah so like you can cover the box price on a tops update box by hitting the worst parallel of the best player here you're getting a fourth of the box price back for the best player worst parallel type of thing yeah i i i think that just maybe i think that just shows like the differences in like product types that you can buy like not every product is made the same way select is more of a high roller like gamble let me see if i can hit that one of one type of deal because like yeah hitting a clear out of 10 is like so so impossible out of tops hobby but hitting a gold out of 10 i would say out of a hobby of select it's not like that insane like you hit a clear and you're like, dude, I just destroyed the odds. You hit a gold and you're like, this is great. I hope it's a good player. But like you kind of know that you got a better chance of getting like a gold type of card. Out that's of fair. Select. But that's a good point to where it just, you know, when you're buying product, if you are buying product, if you're not buying singles, um, it's worth just thinking about those points. Um, And also Randall, Randall Cobb is out multiple weeks with an ankle injury. That's great. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to do a brief interruption here before getting into the soccer um, talk for National Treasures. This will not take very long. Um, just because I want to give myself a little bit of excitement here before getting into this National Treasures talk. Uh, Gavi, he actually just won Young Player of the Year, which is a little confusing to me and many soccer fans, I think. Um, not to say he's not an amazing talent, but from like a production standpoint, man, I'm sure you could pick Musiala or Bellingham quite easily. Um, I'm not exactly sure the exact age cutoff because Gavi's the youngest of all these fellas who are you know playing on the main stage. But Bellingham's like 19 and under, and so is Musiala, and I take either two guaranteed over him uh, for Young Player of the Year. Now, beside the point, uh, covered a grading success um, on our Instagram page the other day for Slab Stocks grading and SGC grading. Now, this card was not submitted through us, but I did want to highlight it with the World Cup coming up. He plays for Spain. Uh, after selling fees, it sold for about 354 The average cost for a raw card in October was around 200 and, uh, 212 around there. 
Um, just getting 222 and then you add in $18 to grade, which it is now. And then that gets you to the, uh, 240. And I just want to point out that that was a nice little positive game for them. And if you do want to get your cards in for the next slab sex grain submission, it is going out on October 30th. That means you have got around 13 days to get them in our hands or so, um, 12 days to get them in our hands. Cause they have to be in our hands by October 29th. So go on slab slash grain. And uh, place your grading order. Now it is just $18 per card, no matter the value, if it's a card made in the year 2001 or later. And our most recent turnaround time was around three business days. But ever since the new lower price announcement, I have not seen what the new turnaround time is going to be. I imagine it's going to be around five. Um, I've heard it should stay around that. So we will see. And uh, hope to see your cards come into our warehouse pretty soon. So here we go. I'm ready. Uh, like I said, you might like soccer, you might not, but it's worth sticking around listening to this because I think this is uh, pretty interesting what's going on here. So 2022 National Treasure Soccer. This release, I would have to say, is probably the most notable soccer release since the soccer market exploded. Um, there has not been a flawless set to release. There has not been an eminent set to release. There has been a lot of very quality tops products that I love. Merlin Stadium Club finest, like very nice value. You get colors, you get good rookies. Like there's a lot of quality in top soccer products because they also know what they're doing with checklists and with rookies that they're putting in it. Um, Tops has got a very good soccer team. Whoever they they built out with that, like kudos to them. They did a great job. Uh, Panini, on the other hand, is lagging behind by a lot, um, and you'll, I'll show you why. But but this set here is releasing on 1019. That means in two days. This is the hobby box that you can see on the left there. And that's a mock-up of one of the bigger cards in the set, which is the messy brand logo. Um, they have a couple few different players that are in the brand logo set where it has the, the manufacturer of the kit, and then it's got their autograph. This one displays a sticker auto on it. I cannot confirm or deny if messy R's are going to be on card or stickers for this set. Um, it's a preview show sticker, but that might not be like Nate said earlier. So we really won't know until the product releases. Um you got the name? Yep. All right, all good. So let's start talking about this set. The last time that this set released was 2018, and that makes sense. Okay, the World Cup comes around every single four years, but the last time that the set released, it was just called 2018 National Treasure Soccer. It wasn't called like Road to the World Cup. You see that little red uh, diamond in the middle of the box that says Road to the World Cup on it. So this is very specific. We know this is for the World Cup, and you need to remember that, that they're making this set for the World Cup. So just for some preview images, just to see what the cards look like to start. The left there's a Ronaldo Auto. That's the Timeless Talent set. It actually looks pretty sick, not going to lie. It's got like a clock behind it with the uh, Roman numerals. Pretty cool set in my mind. I don't know, like I said again, if that's going to be sticker on card. Maybe a couple players on card. Maybe most are sticker. Don't know yet. And then the right side, that's the base set. But that basically just mirrors exactly what National Treasures Football was for 2021. Um, I think it's a pretty cool set. I think it's going to be acetate the, the card. So I'm excited for the singles, to say the least. Um, this is not a discussion about if you should pick up some singles and if it's a quality set to invest in or collect. I'm sure it will be. But it's more about the product pricing that we need to talk about. So if you look on the left there, that is Blowout's pre-orders. Uh, they do have a case in stock at $16,000. And it says that they have no boxes available on Blowout. But if you go to our friends at Midwest Cards, great donors for uh, Camp Kessim every single year. One of our top uh, sponsors every year for that. They donate a ton of wax. Um, they have very similar pricing, the exact same price there on the case. And then basically the box price is just the case price divided by four, $4,000. Um, now that price, you're kind of looking at that and you're like, oh, you know, NT football. Yeah. It's around like four to five K a box NT basketball. Yeah. It's around like four to five K a box, you know, NT soccer. Maybe it should be too, you know, maybe Panini or these distributors are thinking, um, there's pricing. It's similarly, 
to the to the other sports, the major sports. And this is such an important release because the World Cup comes comes around every four years and it's been talked about for so long now. People are so excited for this. The first one since the market exploded. I'm sure the thing in pricing should be similar. And I'm not saying that boxes shouldn't release at 4K for NT. It has to do with what the actual contents are inside the box, which is why I'm saying that that price is just way, 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 way too much. And I love to see what Panini is going to release this out on their website in two days. Because if it's at 4K or above, you know, the, the distributor pricing and the retailer pricing, that stuff's very flexible. I'm sure this will change the, right after Panini releases. Like, what Panini puts it out at, that's kind of like what they put it out at. Like, they're not going to change the price when it's on their website. Um, so I'm very intrigued to see that in two days. But there is some pre-sales on eBay for this stuff. Now, there's some between like $2,700 and $3,000 a box, which is far lower than the retailers have out there. But remember, like... Buying a pre-sale box in eBay, I'm not saying that you're going to get burned, but like it's not like you're buying it through a distributor that you know where they get the product. They're getting it from the manufacturer. There's just a lot of different things that add into this that makes eBay prices lower. But this is drastically lower, right? Like 2,700 to 3,000 versus 4,000. So because of that, and because of these, you know, maybe more middlemen type of things are setting the price around 2,700 3K. I will, I foresee pretty quickly some of these retailer pricing getting dropped as they realize like, Hey, maybe no one's buying it because they can find it cheaper on eBay or any other secondhand marketplace. Um, I just want to point out that while I'm kind of basing this discussion on 4k pricing, yes, it'll probably end up being lower, but it's very justified to be lower. And even at 2,700 to $3,000, I'm still a little concerned. Um, and then 2018 national treasures. I just want to point out that the lowest price uh, box of that list on ebay is at 7k or best offer there's only two out there i remember that these were sitting on ebay for like three to four k maybe like a year ago or something like that so i know that the supply is pretty rare in the first set um that they made for soccer which which is good i mean you want to get you know the first set that they make for stuff like this but you know for for the pre-order to be 4k versus even 7k or best offer for the list price they're not worth that much um it just seems a lot for the new set now, I got a lot on here. Okay, you're going to look at this screen, and especially Nate's going to be like, why, what the heck am I looking at? Why is all this here? I'm going to walk through each individual square. I try to make sure there's gray, gray lines between each individual thing um, so that this, you can see where, where I'm going with this. So at the very top, the top thing that runs across the entire screen, it says base set checklist. Now, there's 200 cards in the base set checklist. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot of cards for a National Treasures, like, high-end release set. Um, I don't know what basketball release is at, but... You know, a lot of people know every single basketball player. It's in the NT set. Uh, for soccer specifically, you're talking about Topps Chrome sets. It used to be 100 cards. We're talking about like the highest end set that they're releasing right now is going to be 200 cards. So there's going to be a lot of players in here that you just have no idea who they are. Me too. Like Lucas Paqueta. Never heard that name in my life from Brazil. Now, the reason why I have these screenshots here is because what you're looking at in each individual screenshot is the entire checklist for each national team that you see. For the base set, for the base set specifically, not the autograph subsets, not the patch subsets, like the base set. Nate, look at the six players in Brazil. Tell me who's missing. I have some questions for you. Yeah, just start with Brazil, though. Don't jump where, start. where are my Arsenal guys? Okay, yeah. Nate, amazing question. Amazing question. You look at the Brazil set. Gabriel Barbosa. Not going to lie, I don't know who that is. Uh, maybe that's a legend. Maybe it's not. I think the base set might just be current players. I, I I don't know who that is or who he plays on. And I'm not like an ex-soccer expert. I watched a lot of Premier League, but like if there's players in like La Liga and Serie A, like I don't really watch that, so I'm not sure. Lucas Paqueta, not sure. Marquinhos plays on PSG. At least I know who he is. Neymar, Rafinha, who's been terrible for Barcelona and Vinicius Jr. At least they have Neymar and Vinicius Jr. there. No Gabriel Martinelli. No Gabriel Jesus. No Richarlison. 
maybe everyone's gonna look at me and say oh, all this guy does is just watch the top six teams in the Premier, Premier League because it's very close to being true because sports card Harry does say you've never heard of Paqueta he just moved to West Ham for 50 million plus and has been very good at lying previously okay so there you go so maybe he did do some like sports card Harry pointed out like I, and I that's why I said that um I'm, I'm not like a soccer expert so like Paqueta I never heard of but guess what I feel like that maybe the guy who's scoring a bunch of goals in Arsenal, who's sitting top of the table, who is clearly one of the best young players in the world and will clearly, hopefully, play good minutes in the World Cup, should probably be in this checklist. Gabriel Martinelli. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, where is he? Why is he not in the in the six spots? I would agree. And then Sports Card Harry says Barbosa is massive in Brazil, scores for fun over there. Okay, so I guess he plays in the Brazilian league, this Barbosa guy, which is also why I have no idea who that is. But also, if, if there's some Brazilians that want to collect them, then more power to them. Um, either way, moving on to the next one. So Chile and Colombia. Now, Colombia's got a huge player in Luis Diaz who's hurt for Liverpool. But you look at this and you say, Nate's probably like, why do you have this Wait, here? Why did Chile and Colombia get to play together? They're, they're not playing together. That I just oh. grouped them together. They were right next to each other. Sorry, that one is not split by a square. That was just uh, that was just uh, to to put them into one image because this these two are important because they're not in the World Cup. Neither of these teams are playing the World Cup. Okay, so Chile and Colombia okay. down the World Cup, but you have cards in this set because they call it Road to the World Cup. Probably try to you know hedge against anyone saying, "Hey, they're not in the World Cup." Well, it's like, oh, it's the Road to the World Cup. They've been playing qualifiers for two years, right? Like That's a good way to get Erling Holland in there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that one. All right. So that's the thing with them. Neither of those two teams are even in the World Cup. Actually, am I going to sound like an idiot? Chile in the World Cup. Oh, geez. I know that Colombia is not. I know that for a fact. I have to look. Sports card Harry can tell us. He, he's going to. He's going to get on me too. But it's worth, he should because that's a big miss if I, if I didn't double check that. I don't think that they are. Yeah, I just, I just briefed it quick. They, they're not. Okay, good. At least I didn't make myself look like an idiot again. Um, all right, Denmark. Now, Denmark actually has got a chance to do some stuff in the World Cup, but they're missing literally their best player, or at least the player that most people would recognize. Christian Eriksen plays for Manchester United. He used to play for Tottenham. He played in the Euro for Denmark, uh, almost died on the pitch. Thank God he's alive and playing again. But where's Christian Eriksen? I don't understand. Uh, you move to England to the right. And great selections with Bukayo Saka. He's playing amazing right now for Arsenal. Great selection with Harry Kane, obviously the England captain. Great selection with Mason Mount, who just got rated the highest player in the Premier League this past weekend for uh, the outfield because Kepa, our goalkeeper, got rated the, the actually the highest. Uh, two Chelsea players, shout out. And then Phil Foden, great selection, playing great for Man City and is going to play a lot in the World Cup. And Raheem Sterling, who has not been good recently, but is still a household English name. The one that sticks out like a sore thumb, and I wish I was going to put the meme in here, but I forgot to. You know the ones where it's like the clown who's standing next to the army troopers when they do that for like the, the, like the quarterback that doesn't belong or something? That's what this is. Emil Smith-Rowe did not even make the English qualifying team in September. Okay, he didn't even play in the September qualifiers for England. And there's about he hasn't a million been doing other much names. For Arsenal either. Yeah, exactly. There's about a million other names I could put in here. Okay, like even Reese James, who's unfortunately might probably not play, um, not play in the uh in the World Cup because of the injury. But Trent Alexander Arnold, who also has looked really bad in defense this year, but still a much better name that's gonna play a ton. He plays his home for Liverpool and you know, hoping to play in the World Cup now if he can be healthy as well. Any of the, like, even Kieran Trippier or any of those guys, 
um, Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham. I mean, I don't even see Jude Bellingham on the list, and he's going to play a lot, and he's super young. Like, that's a miss. Um, France, dude, look at this. Tell me what's wrong with France, man. I know Griezmann. Okay, yeah, but look a little deeper. What's wrong with France? Uh, no Mbappe? Yeah, there's no Mbappe in the base set. How? That's a tough scene. How is that possible? Like, I don't get that. Like and then Italy. Italy's in on... here, but you can't sneak Mbappe in here? What do you say? I said you can sneak Holland in here, but you can't get Mbappe in here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Italy. There's no Italy in the World Cup. Exactly. So Needham just pointed that out. Italy didn't qualify, not playing the World Cup. Well, guess what? They have plenty of cards in this set. Plenty of cards in this set. Norway did not qualify for the World Cup either. Yes, there's a couple key players on their team between Martin Odegaard for Arsenal and obviously Erling Holland. But if they're not in the World Cup, probably shouldn't be in the World Cup set. And then I got to at least give them props for hiring someone that at least understands who people like to collect for America because they got Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, Timothy Weah, Weston McKenney, Yunus Musa, and then also Matt Turner, um, who is the keeper. Um, would have liked to see Tyler Adams in there, but honestly, like, I don't know how he, they could have messed it up royally. You know what I kind of like about this? What? You know when you watch, like, <clears throat> I don't know, a Disney movie, and it has names of the Disney characters, and they're, like, exactly what you'd imagine – an Italian name to be or a Norwegian or Denmark. Well, then you go and you see Giovanni and Lorenzo and Lorenzo and Nicolo and Frederico. And then you go to Denmark and you've got Skull Volsen and Damsgaard and Hoigberg. <laughs> and it's like these and, and then England, Harry Mason, like, I know. the most expected names for those countries, or at least what I'd expect. So it's just kind of funny to see them all listed out like this you, you know that name you says hoisberg dude it's pre- I, I wouldn't expect you to notice unless you watch the match because i didn't, didn't know until i watched it either, but it's pronounced hoibier isn't that crazy even more denmark i know <laughs> um and also josh is uh gaining my point bro where is canada there's no canada in this entire set one of the north american teams playing the world cup you have the, the world cup coming to north america in 2026 and they aren't even in this set yet. You have Chile, Colombia, Italy, Norway, all filling up the base set. There are big players that are on the Canadian team. Josh, as Josh points out, Alfonso Davies being the most popular, but Jonathan David, who is scoring like crazy in the uh, League One in France, who is going to get a move this this uh, upcoming summer, most likely. Just like what Harry said here, leaving Jonathan David out is crazy. I just heard Chelsea wants to buy him, but who don't we want to buy? Um, it's just crazy to have no Canada. There's not one Alfonso Davies autograph in this thing. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like this, and shout out to St. Croix Cards. Andrew's the first one that keyed me in on Canada not being in there. Um, our guy hosting the, the Road to the World Cup series every single Saturday here on Slapsacks YouTube around 9 a.m. Eastern time. Um, but it's just it's just crazy to me. So that's the base set recap. I got to get going a little faster here. Um, inside that 200-card base set, there is something called the Treasured Moments Set. So there is a preview there of the Luka Modric card, which has him uh, has to do with him scoring a goal in the 2018 World Cup. Okay, so that's cool. A treasured moment set is pretty cool. I have to say I love cards that are dedicated to specific moments. And the first names you see, Di Maria, Messi, Danny Alves, Pele. Yeah, all big names, all legends. You scroll down, Jude Bellingham. Bro, what's he done in the World Cup? He hasn't even played in a World Cup yet. Uh, Early Holland has never played in the World Cup. Ricardo Pepe. Yeah, he hasn't done anything other than a couple goals and some qualifiers in like his first game, which maybe they make a, a card for his qualifying two-goal performance. 
And then Darwin Nunez, who really should be in the rookie set, but he's not. He's in the treasure moment set as well. So I don't get that. That's just like, a, I don't understand why there's like current players who never even played in a World Cup in a treasured moment set. Like put in the biggest World Cup moments of all time like they had here. Not not dudes who haven't even played in it yet. And then you have your rookie set. This is all the rookies in the set here, um, you know, from Julian Alvarez. Um, That's the all the rookies? Yeah, this is it. Uh, at the top, Argentina. Um, he's a big name though. He's backs up early Holland, but he's really good. So I'm hoping he has a big, a big, uh, tournament. And then, but then the question mark here, uh, also Bruno, uh, Guillermez or Guillermez, Guillermez, sorry, Guillermez. He plays on a uh, Newcastle and, uh, he's actually pretty good, but, uh, like true many, that's a good name to have in there. But Kareem Adeyemi is the biggest question mark. It's like, I don't understand how he has a rookie in this set. He was a rookie two years ago in tops products two years ago in, you don't see Jamal Musiala, Jude Bellingham, which there shouldn't be rookies in the set like Musiala and Bellingham. But they put Adeyemi in as a rookie. I don't really understand that. And then you have Gavi as a rookie, which is, I'm sure, going to be a very expensive card. Um, so at least they got that name in there. But moving on. Going to go through this pretty quickly because this is just very self-explanatory. 17 autograph subsets. That's a ton of autograph subsets. There's so many different autograph subsets. On the left, one of the most important sets – put in flawless is star swatch signatures and they're putting in a national treasures for soccer for England, John Terry, shout out captain for Chelsea legend for Chelsea, not currently playing, but he's sandwiched by James Ward Prowse and Jordan Pickford. Okay. I know Jordan Pickford played goalkeeper for England, you know, throughout the last world cup. And he, if he's healthy, he'll play probably this world cup, bro. If we're talking star swatch signatures, you best be having a Harry Kane, a Bukayo Saka, a Mason Mount, even a Raheem Sterling. I don't know over some of these guys like and then look at the united states what is up with the star swatch signatures having four dudes who aren't even going to make the world cup roster most likely between bobby wood john brooks jordan morris and nick Ramondo. although john brooks might i guess i'm not super positive on that anthony robinson and chris richards will make the world cup roster but they're not going to feature like they're not, or they actually anthony robinson might start but they're not going to be like the biggest names like they're not the star swatch signatures why is this list right here why is this not Pulisic and McKenney and Musa and, you know, uh, Timothy Weah and Tyler Adams? Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. And that happens more than once, by the way. There's like Century Materials autographs, which is this exact same United States checklist and not the big guys. Okay, so then on the right, this is the point where it's like, what in the world? So zero autographs in any of these National Treasure subsets for Bukayo Saka, who's had Panini autographs, Gabriel Martinelli, who's had Panini autographs, Erling Holland, who I don't think is actually signed for Panini yet, so there might be a contractual reason why he's not in here. But at least if you're going to stick Norway in the set and have these boxes coming out like four grand, I mean, include one of the biggest names in the world. I mean, I would just rather not have Norway in it in general, but no autographs for Holland. None for Jude Bellingham. None for Reese James. None for Lewandowski, none for Benzema, none for Trent. Benzema just won the Ballon d'Or today as well. None for Trent Alexander-Arnold, Bruno Fernandes, Thomas Muller. The names go on and on. I'm sure I missed some of them. I tried to look, you know, eyeball this list. Bro, none of those guys, Nate. Those are like most of the top players for their national teams too. <laughs> yeah, that's uh... – every, every word you say takes value away from this product. And also, I could sit here and say like Musiala, but Musiala hasn't signed yet. So that's why like Musiala isn't on this set, okay? Or on my list right there. Um, so like that's – and I have to say, there is Messi, there is Ronaldo, there is Pele. But guess what? Those three guys have been in like every single Tops and Panini 
set to release, not Pele, but every single set to release for the last like five years. So I wasn't going to like really make those guys be like the reason why his product should be amazing because that's expected. You should have Vesti and Ronaldo autographs in here. Now for the big reason why his product is as talked about as it is in general, it's because Mbappe's first autographs with Panini are going to come out in this set. And at the time they announced that, they announced that it's a new exclusive deal that they announced like right after the Topps Chrome PSG set release where his first on-card autographs released through Topps. Now I guess there will be no more Topps autos. Um, so I looked. I said, where are the Mbappe autos? And Andrew and I talked about this. Only two of the 17 subsets feature Mbappe autos going from uh, 65 to one of ones. At the very most... At the very most, there's 308 total autographs of Mbappe between all the boxes made. All of them. Because there's only two sets. And in each set, it's like out of 65, and then it's either out of 49 or out of 25. So I was like, oh, what if there's out of 49? There's more, you know? I just took the very most possible. And if there's four printing plate autos, 308 total autos between all the boxes. And I think that they're going to try to use this as the reason to say, well, boxes should be four grand. And maybe the Mbappe autos do sell for 10 grand or 20 grand, something around that, which is awesome. You pull one and it's great. But if there's 308 out of thousands and thousands of boxes made, I You won the lottery. Think, yeah, exactly. And Josh says, did you do the math on how many cases are produced of this product? I did not do the math. It's a great point. You know, you could probably go and look at, you know, how many, what the base says, 200 card base set. There's like three base cards per box, all the different parallels. You could probably figure out how many boxes were made. I should have done that, but it would take me um, some good time. If anyone does want to do it, I'd be, love to share the information. Then you can really find out what like your percentage chances are. And that's also, there is some FOTL it's releasing too. So you have to remember there's going to be some, you know, some of them might be shared over there. That's not enough to get me off the couch to buy a box for even three to four K though. 308 autos. I mean, your odds are so slim. So then I said, all right, let's look at 2018 national treasure sales. The first NT product that released for soccer. The Mbappe, this is like his first NT card seen as a rookie card. Honestly, if I have to share it, like my biggest regret of a card I sold, I had the gold out of 10 of this. It was a BGS nine. Um, we haven't seen a gold out of 10 ever sell on auction other than the one I bought for $500. Uh, I'll say I sold the gold out of 10 BGS nine for like seven and a half grand. So like, Woof. I mean, I, I like seven X the money or no, sorry, 20 X the money or something, or not that much It's like 18 X. Um, but it was worth it for me to sell it. I'm not complaining about selling it, but like I, that was like one card. I know I'll not be a real place. It's probably like a 15 or maybe a $20,000 card now, uh, 5,100 for the out of 50 BGS nine. So it's not autographed, but just some context. Messi auto. This is a sticker because I'm going to expect I'm expecting these to be stickers. I'm not expecting Messi autos to be on card, but they could. Remember, we don't know for sure yet. From 2018, number 15, PSA 9, which is a solid grade on an NT card. $2,800, Nate, for Messi auto. 2018, Ronaldo on card patch auto. So, like, one of the best single Ronaldo cards you could get out of the 2018 box. It's a PSA authentic, remember, with a 9 auto, so it's not, like, an amazing grade. But... 7,200. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to be patch autos, obviously, for Ronaldo, um, but but we'll see. I mean, 7,200, like, that's great if you pull a Ronaldo auto. Um, if you don't, which is most likely the case, not as great. Pele, 9.5 BGS from 2018. Bronze out of 15, just like the Messi. 50, excuse me, 5,600. Um, April 24th, 2022. So you're kind of seeing where I'm going with this. If you pull the very best cards, I mean, you're not really going to have a great chance to even make more than double your box price. 
Um, and then if you do pull like a Christian Pulisic on card from 2018, it's like a $1,300 card as of January. It's for sure cheaper than cheaper than that now. He's barely put, played for Chelsea this year. And then Neymar on card jersey on number 20 from 2018, 1125 Those prices are just not working in the right direction for this product and the box cost. Um, that is where I'm at with the sales. So Needham, Needham, got him, got him, says, who are the legends in the product? They do have your Pele autos. Um, I did not look if they put Maradona sticker autos in here. They're putting plenty of Maradona sticker autos in different products, um, so they could be in there. But here's the deal. I, I didn't look at all the legends, first of all, because it obviously required a lot more research on my end without watching them actively. Um, but from the second standpoint, it's that legend autographs, no matter how good the players are, like we were looking at last night, Nate, they just don't sell for a whole lot because most of the soccer crowd market did not watch and play, even myself included. Um, so, like, even if you have a guy that's an absolute legend um, that maybe won World Cups in Germany um, and, and everything like that, like, they just won't sell for a whole lot, especially not as much as, like, Neymar. So, like, it's, it wasn't necessarily worth me, like, trying to use those as an argument for why these boxes should be worth as much. Um, you'd have to have some insane on-card autographs of legends to even really, really pick it up. That I guess that's the last slide I had for uh, for National Treasures. But just to wrap it up, because I did just go on a really big tangent, don't want to just be like, all right, on to the next product. I'm not saying that. Oh, so yeah, Thierry Henry does have autos in here, so those will, those will be sought after, but not enough to make this product like four grand. Um, I'm not saying that these car that this isn't going to be a cool set. This this will be a cool set. I want I am excited about this set to release. Um, I don't I don't want to have my view on this set be like this set is banished never buy a single it's not worth it no that's not what i'm saying um, i i probably will look at singles of mason mount for sure out of this set. like i'm very excited to see what type of autographs he has he has although i'm bummed that he doesn't have like the star swatch signatures because they put most of the really good players into the lower subsets which is just confusing um but what i'm trying to say is like if you are looking to open a box if you are looking to buy a box and hold it if you are looking to get into a break on it the price points that they're listed at right now is very unfeasible I will not break this product at $4,000 per box for people at all. I just won't as much as I even like the product as a general, just the design and everything, the autographs, there's no way. Um, and I would say you got to see that. You got to see the prices. The prices drop substantially. Like what, what price would I feel confident like breaking this product at? It'd probably be like, like, like doing an actual break. Because to be completely honest, I'm looking at running, you know, our whatnot uh, events we do with our big breaks and our retail breaks and all this different stuff like at around the world cup. Cause I'm, I'm really excited to open this world cup product because this happens once every four years, but it's like for the NT sets, like unless it's like $2,500 or lower, um, probably around 2,500. I, I, I won't run a break on it. 2,500 is probably the, the, the absolute highest, maybe that $2,700 as listed on eBay. But the problem is that I don't want to just get a random box from a random pre-seller on eBay. I'd rather get a case from an actual retailer, which at this point is obviously impossible to get a case for 2,500 a box. Um, and that's where I'm at. Just a very, open and honest and truthful explanation on the product. So $2,500 for the sake of potentially hitting an Mbappe auto. It's potentially hitting an Mbappe. It's getting the, at least the new cards of most of these guys that don't have any national treasures cards. Like I see value in, in these cards. Like I see value in whatever Jude Bellingham cards come out of this set or Musiala cards, like especially on the singles market. But when you're talking about like your your highest or, end hit, or Erling Holland, he doesn't have any NT cards, right? Right, or Erling Holland. But like, there's just a lot that could have been done to make this checklist better, and it was there's just a lot of holes in it, especially Canada. Like that's the biggest hole. Like that's really really hard to 
look at. <laughs> like, think, Nate, that you make your first World Cup in a while if you're a Canadian fan. I can't remember the exact date. And you can't even get it on Alfonso Davies' National Treasures card. Yeah, that stinks. That stinks a lot. And I know that we can't we can't necessarily relate like nationality wise because we're not Canadian, but like I can at least see that and empathize for it. it's like crazy. Yeah. And uh, Bazooka Tom says so the box price will probably go down then, or is the Mbappe chase big enough to hold them? No, I mean I can't see that these boxes will hold at 4K. I just can't. In 1986 was the last World Cup for Canada, so it's a long time. It's not like it was like two World Cups ago. Um, I, I can't see these boxes hold at 4K. I just I just don't really know how unless these Mbappes are commanding like 50 grand on the open market, which I physically think is impossible given this tops Chrome PSG, like number 75s are doing like three and a half thousand right now. 36 year olds in Canada watching their first World Cup. Isn't that crazy? Wild. I know. It's crazy. So that's the take. Take it for what you will. Um, I'm definitely gonna be buying singles though. Like I am excited for this set, bummed about the checklist. That's all I gotta say. All right, Nate, you want to give us a crash course on these last two products? Let's now? speed through this one and then let's uh Spectre Basketball. You can see the prices there. Uh thousand one hundred twenty-four bucks a box, eight thousand dollars for a hobby, and of course they have the color blast. Um, they have the cool solar eclipse insert, which um was apparently a baseball spectra thing, but now it's in basketball too. I am curious to see what those go for. If they're short printed or not, I have no idea. I just like the look of it. And then they have the 75th anniversary cards with all-time greats on it as well, which is an insert. Pretty cool. Yeah, they put those in Impeccable as well. Um, here you have all of the uh, parallels. That, that looks more more pumped up in the parallel department. <laughs> yeah, base parallels on your left, rookie jersey auto parallels on your right, and then what you can expect in a box, four autographs, four parallels, um, you want to go to the next slide? Yeah, just really quick for those of the same podcast, like we're talking about stuff like universal die cut out of eight marble out of five, like really random stuff. This is not your standard, you know, just gold out of 10 and just mojo. Correct. Here are all the rookies, <clears throat> big rookie checklist, 50, 50 names long. Um, a lot of guys you do not want some guys wow. you do. And here is the rookie checklist for, uh, rookie patch autos. Which is the same? 149 or less. Is it the same? I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, Just eyeballing it, it looks about the same. Maybe there's just a couple that are omitted. I mean, it's 50, but I don't know if it's all the same number names. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, It'd be odd if they didn't do the same names. Yeah. And so uh, just as a curiosity, you know, what can you expect? So hobby boxes of 2020 around the same price. You hit an out of 99 Lamello Celestial. That goes for 76 bucks right now, right? That's brutal. That's not great. Um, you hit a RPA of LaMelo out of 35. Goes for 1400 after after fees. And if you don't have like your own card company to take care of the taxes for you, after your personal taxes, you're not making money on that card. Um, even though it's a best player product out of 35, so it's not even out of the 149 or whatever, out of 35, really low. Uh, you're not making money. And so like for me at nearly the same price for Spectra, um, you know, what do you, what do you, what do you have to hit to make money? You have to hit a Cade, uh, load numbered patch auto, and then also something extra on the side. Or you just don't gamble and you go take a thousand dollars and buy a super nice Cade RPA. Yeah. Easily done. All right. This is really what I want to talk about. <coughs> CX. CZX um, 
crypto Zion or Cryptozoic. Oh, I've dude, people have submitted cards to us with that brand. Cryptozoid yeah. or just Cryptozoo or something. Yeah, crypto something, uh, Middle Earth. So they are coming out, Middle Earth, that giveaway here. They are coming out with Lord of the Rings cards from the first three movies and the Hobbit trilogy. I was expecting it to be from the HBO or the uh, uh, Amazon show. Not the case, um, which I think is actually cool because this is this is actually pretty interesting. Obviously, they've had Hobbit cards before, and we'll get into that. But they haven't really, at least from what I know, they this company at least has not made Lord of the Rings cards. Um, and so you get two two chase sets, the film cell and the CX, C, CZX uh, star power. Um, there's should be six packs in a box. So you get one of those and two, both of those in each box. There's also an auto or a dual auto um, and autograph sketch cards. One of those per box and then a hand drawn sketch card. One of those per box. Um, and then foil variants and printing plates. And you can see over there the film cell out of 375 and the star power of Frodo, um, which you can't get Frodo autos. So uh, Elijah Wood. So it's pretty cool that you can get that. And then next slide, um, you can see the dual auto here. You can get Viggo Mortensen and Ian McKellen, uh, which I think is absolutely amazing. Like I can't even imagine what that might go for. Uh, but there's some huge names. So Ian McKellen, obviously, Viggo Mortensen, Orlando Bloom is in here. Peter Jackson is in here, which is really cool. John Reese davies is in here, which is cool. And then you've got um, Mary and Pippin and Arwen and uh, Evangeline Lily. I don't remember how to say her name. Um, are probably the big set. The big three at the top and then the la the later chunk. And then everyone after that, maybe Eowyn is, is decent. But everyone after that is pretty like, Eh. So then you're kind of, and I forgot to say this. I saw that boxers are coming out $500. I went on blowout. I couldn't find it. I went on their own website and it said not available and it had a $0 price tag there, but 500 bucks, one auto, one film cell, one star power card, which could have like a Frodo or something numbered, you know, um, it's pretty expensive, but man, if you hit a dual auto of Viggo Mortensen and Ian McKellen, That'd be amazing. So I'm pretty excited to see what these cards go for. Uh, definitely kind of right up my alley, so to speak. What's funny is you, I hear you say all this stuff, and I'm just like, dude, I have no idea who these people are. I've heard the name Frodo before. Okay, don't, I'm not that dumb. Wait, have you never seen Lord of the Rings? We've talked about this a million times. You were the one that was supposed to show my dad and I the trilogy, and we never did. Uh, all right, we'll do it. Nah, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a, that's a real commitment. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll do it. But I, what I was going to say was I feel like that this is what it's like when I uh, throw out random things about Stranger Things on like the Card Talk Pod monthly report where people probably have never watched it. And they're like, what the heck are you talking about? Who's 11? And I'm like, uh, geez, some of this stuff, I got no idea. Yeah, uh, dude. But yeah, you got to watch Lord of Things. It's awesome. Um, <clears throat> but they had Hobbit cards from uh, Cryptozoic uh, in 2016, 2015, 2014 when the Hobbit movies came out. Martin Freeman is pretty famous actor and his on-card auto just went for 356 and then there's a sweet sketch of Gandalf there that went for 775 honestly like i expect higher prices but there might be a possibility that the only way you make money back on these boxes is if you hit aragorn or gandalf um or maybe and orlando bloom anybody under that and maybe peter jackson but anybody under that you're probably not making money back on the box 
and it's hard because this isn't a standard standard release. Like we haven't seen this a whole lot, at least us personally. I feel like you know from like a experience standpoint, like the sports stuff, we can really talk to like how do the box prices fluctuate? Where they release this is a little bit different. Yeah. So exciting set for those that are Lord of the Rings fans and are non sports fans. Um, when it comes to cards, like I'd be, you know, I can't wait for the season four zero cool set to come out with Stranger Things. So I understand Nate's excitement about talking about this. I'm probably gonna feel the same thing in, uh, you know, however many months from now when I get to talk about the season four set. So very excited about that. All right. Well, I have to say we went over time. So I really appreciate everyone for coming tonight. Uh, I appreciate anyone that threw in comments in the chat. We try to highlight what we could. I went on a very long rant about NT soccer releasing. So I did eat up a lot of our extra time that we have had to discuss some things, but there's always next week, 6 p.m. Eastern time when we go live. Um, not, I don't want people to see me as like super, like not excited for the world cup, just because that's that I'm super excited for the world cup. I'm super excited for the soccer car market, super excited for the PWCC auction events surrounding the world cup. And also even prism we'll talk about in the future, but just for now, very into singles on this NT set and to see if the boxes go down in price. That's where I'm at. So Thanks, everyone, for watching. Nate, thanks for coming and doing a lot of that preparation. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. We'll see you all next week and enjoy the baseball game tonight or football if you're watching football. Bye, guys.